Welcome to The Cosmic Calling, a podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs and creative souls on a mission to align their life and career with the cosmos. I'm Natalie Wallstein, career astrologer at Soulshine Astrology, and I hope you're ready to unlock your cosmic calling. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about how hard it is to plan things. (laughs) Maybe you've noticed this too, but lately I have been working on simplifying my business. In the six years I've been an astrologer running Soulshine Astrology, I have created a lot of things you may have noticed. And for the past few months, I felt almost like stuck in needing to go back and fix things and update things. Like I've been going back and updating really old podcast episodes because they were sending people to the wrong places. And somehow a lot of people are listening to those original episodes from so long ago, from 2018. So I've been going through those one by one. How come you guys didn't tell me I had a raging lisp? (laughs) It's so funny because I didn't even notice, but listening back, I'm like, holy cow, how did I not tell that I had a lisp? It's just funny because I had one when I was a kid and I had to take speech therapy. And now look at me, I have a podcast. So it just goes to show you. Even if you have something that might seem like it would hold you back from doing your life's work, you can still do it. I'm almost to the end of this project and I am so glad because something that's been annoying about this is that I haven't really felt like I'm on the cutting edge of my creative work. It's like going back over the old old stuff It is useful and it feels like something that definitely needs to be done, but it's also been kind of separating me from what I care about in the moment. What do I want to talk about right now and what's on my heart right now? Because I've just been rehashing the past. It has been really valuable to kind of see where I started, where I came from, what I was talking about back then and how it is still relevant today for sure. But I am excited to talk more about what's on my heart in this episode and how we can all work on operating from our heart spaces more often instead of the mind space. This is something that I was definitely talking about a lot in the last episode and something that I've been noticing I'm working through as part of my own spiritual awakening and growth is that planning things and sitting down and working out every detail of what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it is just not that satisfying anymore. It feels constricting to me. Guys, I talk about this all the time because we need to hear it over and over. We are moving from the age of information to the age of intuition. I don't know about you guys, but 
I grew up and was raised and really learned to lean on my mental faculties in terms of like logical planning and sitting down and creating strategies before I jump into doing things. But lately I have noticed over the last year or so that that doesn't feel that satisfying to me anymore. And I really truly feel the best when I can just notice how I'm feeling and what I'm drawn to doing in each moment and then doing it right then and there. So I just wanted to bring this up in case I'm not alone and anyone else is feeling this. We're all going on such a big awakening adventure together. And it's kind of nice to be able to chat about these things and hopefully normalize them and be like, oh yeah, I feel that too, or I notice that too. Because so much of our growth and evolution, it actually comes from within. And sometimes it can be hard to put words to what we're actually feeling. It's so easy to fall back on your old programming and your old mindset and mentality that you learned how to lean on in the past. Whereas you can feel really untethered when you're trying new things and you're playing with new energies. I notice the more I try to plan everything out, the more stuck and constricted I feel. And also the more I make mistakes and things do not go as well as I was hoping. Whereas when I'm led by my heart and what feels right in each moment... Not only do I surprise myself because I wasn't planning to do things that I'm doing, like even recording this podcast episode was not on my to-do list today, but things also work out much better. So tell me if you've noticed that in your life too. What this is all about is really trusting yourself and your senses in each moment. And we are so inundated with so much information these days that it is sort of like overkill. It's so overwhelming trying to sort through all of this information all the time. You can keep learning more and more and more, but I don't know about you guys, I tend to forget a lot of the stuff I learn. The only things that I remember are how things felt and how I want to use the information I've learned to feel better. And yet I still feel that old pull to just keep consuming more and more information. So it's a really interesting dynamic right now because I feel like so many of us are in between these two worlds. We're in between our heads and our hearts and we're on the journey of making that connection and also letting the heart take over more often. There's a lot of information, once again, that word information out there about how the heart's electrical field is about 60 times greater than the electrical activity generated by the brain. That means that our heart is much more sensitive to receiving information about our environment, the people around us, and what is going on in the world than our brains are. In other words, our hearts are actually kind of smarter than our brains, spiritually speaking. And isn't spirituality deep down really why we're here? But moving from your head to your heart, it means taking a leap of faith. It means trusting in the present moment to give you what you need. 
It means trusting the universe to give you the signs and symbols you need at the exact moment that you need it. And that also means giving up control. The mind really wants to control things. That's why we sit down at our desks and we make these elaborate plans and strategies because it helps us feel safe. The heart is not about controlling things. It's about freedom. Even if we just think about those two words, control versus freedom, how does the word control make you feel? We think it's going to make us feel strong and prepared and powerful. But actually, when I think of the word control and I'm really honest with myself, I feel tight, constricted, scared, worried, concerned. That things are not going to go my way. Freedom feels light, open, curious, joyful. So what does it look like in our daily lives for us to move away from control via the mind space to freedom via the heart mind space? It's a whole different kind of mind. It's just like when new computers come out and there's a whole new operating system. And at first you're like, why did they change this? This is annoying. It's different. (laughs) Like I'm still mad about when Apple changed all of their cords for all of their different devices because now I have cords everywhere. But as we get more practice with it, we realize it's actually much better. Like how my phone charges much faster now. This might look like not planning out every single day of your month and all of the work projects you're going to do and chores and all the different goals. And instead, you tune into what your intention is in terms of what you want to feel that month, that week, or that day. Instead of making elaborate to-do lists with a million things to do in the hopes that it's going to help you feel more in control, and therefore more safe and secure and less scared, potentially, we take that moment to tune in and ask ourselves, what do I feel like working on today? What is alive in my heart right now? What feels like it would be really fun and it would open me up to miracles and faith, joy and flow? Kind of sounds like I'm giving a sermon right now. And that's partly why I think we don't always want to trust the heart. We want scientific proof that this is going to be okay for us. But that's, again, coming from the mind. What ends up happening in our work when we follow our heart over our mind is we majorly simplify everything. We don't feel compelled to add so many details, so many steps to try to cover every logical base to bring in more customers or make more money because we trust that our energy is enough. Our love, our care, our gifts, our talents, they are enough. And we don't have to add so many bells and whistles and so much complexity to it in order to be worthy. Have you ever noticed when you set an elaborate goal and you take that time to plan it all out and figure every little nook and cranny of it out, as soon as you get it done, you might be happy for a moment or relieved, but then 
very quickly the mind fills that space with another goal and another elaborate checklist that you need to get done in order to feel safe and secure. Like you are successful, you are progressing, you're going to be okay. Whereas when the heart achieves what it wants, we feel softer. We feel like we don't want or desire as much anymore because we feel full. How many times has your heart told you to do something, to follow through on a feeling that you're getting, and your mind shuts it off? And it says, no, we don't have time for that right now. We have more important things to do. I'm raising my hand because that happens to me all the time. Like even this podcast episode today, if I had followed my mind, these words would not be said or heard. I'd be tightly gripping my laptop, continuing to edit old episodes, being aggravated and frustrated that I'm not on the cutting edge of my work and I'm still rehashing the past. And I will probably go and work on that later today. And I will do so feeling so much better, more free and open, having gotten this off my chest. It's so interesting because over the last month, I've been doing some interviews with people in the Cosmic Calling community to better understand how they're using astrology and how I can support them more, but also to understand what even drew them to want to be a member of the community. And after talking to all these different people, which was really fun just to get to have that one-on-one conversation with them, I realized that the main reason people are truly drawn to my work is because of me. (laughs) It's just because of my essence and my personality and my perspective on things, the way I explain things. Yes, they did want to learn more about a particular subject but that was sort of secondary. So that helped me learn that it isn't about adding more and more and more classes. It's just about sharing my energy from that authentic place of where I really am right now, what I really care about right now, what's interesting to me in this moment, what I'm studying, what I'm growing through, and sharing that with all of you. Because we're all a part of the collective consciousness. And if you're listening to this podcast, which you are, You're part of the awakened group of people who want to continue to open your hearts even more. And I'm on that journey too. So it's great when we can share that with each other. What if your work isn't about proving your expertise and sharing all the different features and benefits of what you offer? What if the real reason why people hire you and buy from you is because of your vibe and your energy and your personality? and your light. And people are just wanting some of that light too. I was just online late last night, like after midnight, scrolling through my phone, and I stumbled upon this ad for these dog food supplements. (laughs) No, this is a funny segue, but I actually already have supplements for my dog. And yet... I really wanted these ones because I liked the packaging. I loved their website and I loved the message. And they had all these different little canisters that were different colors. And I really liked the colors. (laughs) And so I bought more supplements for my dog, even though I already have some. 
I bought them because they'll be pretty to look at. They make me feel good about what I'm doing for not only my dog, but knowing I'm supporting a company that has a good mission and message, uses recyclable materials, for example. So it's interesting how the branding and the mission of this company drew me into buying something I already had. (laughs) And I feel like that's similar to when we share our true essence. Maybe people don't really like tangibly need what we're offering as much as we might try to convince them that they do. What they actually want is that energy from you. And we tap into that energy that we're meant to share with other people when we are following our heart. That's why so many people listen to this podcast and are drawn to this message that I share is because for too long, we have been listening to our minds and that has only gotten us stuck going to colleges and getting degrees we didn't want, couldn't afford, and didn't need. We're applying for jobs that don't suit us because we're afraid we're not going to live up to some societal standard. And getting stuck in careers we do not like, that do not fill us up, all because we're listening to our minds instead of our hearts. Like I've said, listening to your heart can be so scary. It can defy logic. It can make no sense. But your heart is like that string that's connected to the magical mystery of the universe. There are lots of scientific studies coming out trying to bring greater understanding to how the fabric of the universe works, but it's all still a huge mystery. Even each thing that we quote unquote figure out opens up all these other doorways and pathways to all these other things we don't understand. So understanding things on a mental level is overrated. So what I'm calling on you to do and me to do, us to do together, is spend time every single day, and I don't even want to use the word time because that feels like a mental thing too. (laughs) Let's spend a moment (laughs) with our hands on our hearts. I don't mean that Anjali Mudra where you have two hands kind of in the prayer position. I mean overlapping on your heart, taking a really deep breath in, and you can do this with me now. I'm doing it. (laughs) Breathe out all the heaviness, the constrictions, the pressure you have been putting on yourself lately from your mind telling you all the stuff you should be doing. And do that a few times, three or four times, until you start to hear that still, small voice, which might not even speak in English. It might be a flit of an impulse, or a color, or a smell, or a taste even, guiding you and compelling you to do what truly calls to you. And then see what happens when you follow through on that, when you actually do it. You can start with small things and then make your way up to bigger and bigger leaps of faith from there.
So that is what I will leave you with today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a beautiful, heart-centered rest of your day and that you can let yourself off the hook a little bit more when it comes to always needing to follow what your mind is pushing you to do. Take care, everyone. Talk to you soon. For more information on how to use astrology to find your cosmic calling and sign up for astrology email updates, check out soulshineastrology.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review for The Cosmic Calling to help other cool people like us find the show. The Cosmic Calling community is a gathering place for listeners of the show to connect more deeply with fellow like-minded spiritual seekers. Join us for astrology classes, monthly forecasts, cosmic planning tools, plus bonus features for these podcast episodes by going to soulshineastrology.com community. 